0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 64 of Raz Hockey. I am Trev, and with me as always is Bush. What's up, Bush? Not much, not much. Um nothing.
1: Nothing. Just, relaxing. Just, a, just a typical Monday. Typical Monday evening battening down for winter and trying to stay healthy.
0: Holy man, when you type on your keyboard, you just bang the shit right out of it, eh? <laughs> I do not. You just hear all your buttons must be just really pushed in. That's because the (laughs) (laughs) buttons.
2: It's really loud. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: You know what? Uh, We had Domino's pizza for supper. Uh Oh, I came home. I was hungry. Fucking the first piece that I bit into it. was a fucking long hair. And my pizza. Oh no! <laughs> oh my god, it was so gross. I was oh, so hungry. Was it yours? I, no, it was like a long hair. Oh. And I called Domino's. I was like, we just got our pizza delivered and there's a long hair in my pizza. So I think they wanted me to put it somewhere and someone's going to come pick it up. <laughs> so I was like, fudge, man. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do I do now? I'm still hungry. And well, I ended up, well, we got two pizzas. <laughs> so I just left that one pizza alone and ate, ate whatever, whatever was left. But like, that's so, doesn't that happen to you? Like when you're hungry and starving, something always has to happen. Yeah. So they're not even going to bring up, they're not even going to bring up pizza. I just said, next time we order, we'll just, you get a free Uh-oh. pizza. It's like, I want one now. I'm starving.
1: Oh, I know. That's the point, right? You order it. Because you're hungry. Yes. The moment.
0: We're not here in Kenora, not like a big city. We got Domino's, Pizza Huts, Restaurante, which is like a mom and pop restaurant. So we got pretty much three choices. No, we got Little Caesars too, but
2: Little Little Caesars.
1: Caesars. That's brutal pizza. I'm not a fan of uh, Restaurante anymore. No, same here. Oh, okay. Because six months ago, soon I ordered it almost almost like once every couple weeks is it was so good everything was good and then we ordered it maybe three weeks ago for and it's just it's just like they skimped on everything. We ordered uh we we added uh onions on one of our order on our pizza and as as I think they shredded a whole onion and put it on top <laughs> and, and then they forgot the sauce they forgot the pizza sauce on on our order we, we mean Sue were like biting we're we're looking at each other we're like you know when you buy something, something's not there, but you can't quite so we yeah. couple bites, look at each other, a couple bites. You're like, is this like what we're used to at Ristorante? We will said no. Then we're just kind of trying to solve the issue. I said, Yeah, there's no pizza sauce on this one pizza that we ordered. Lots of onions. It's like, oh come on, man. Get get back to what made you famous.
0: There's a place in Timmins, Ontario. Uh, it's called Don's <laughs> Pizzeria. They yeah. Don't put sauce on their pizza, but their pizza is so good, man.
2: Oh, okay. Remember in the
0: Timmons area, you gotta head the Don's Pizzeria, they have a Don's special, it's so effing good. I guess, like Schneid Twain, when she used to live in Timmins and stuff like that, used to go there often. So, they have a pizza named after her. <laughs> it's expensive, like, but it's good, it's totally worth yeah. it. What, uh, what is your favorite pizza chain? If you had to pick one i had to pick one yeah black oven right now i mean like not your fancy ass pizza (laughs) fancy stove and fancy (laughs) brick layered oven just like (laughs) uh of all the chain pizzas that's around
1: uh i would have to go with a pizza outfit in when i called Carbons pizza, not garbanzos. It's Carbons pizza. It's where's all it's wood fired. that's on It's Oh, you and uh, your fucking wood fire, man.
0: What <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, Jumbo's pizza. No. <laughs> Did you ever have Jumbo's pizza in
1: Winnipeg? No, for, for a while there used to be pizza, pizza. Yeah, pizza I, I like
0: pizza, pizza, pizza. Yeah. I noticed that pizza hotline is almost like Pizza Hut, almost like the same type.
1: Do you know the number to pizza hotline? Uh, no, two 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 two
0: I know that, yeah, little. I mean, the I think that's what it was. Pizza pizza is like one, 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 the last four digits, uh-huh. or Thunder Bay, it's uh, seven, six, seven, eighty eight, forty eight, because that mm. used to be on the radio all the time. <laughs> that Pizza Hut in Thunder Bay, so. Yeah, so so much. Yeah, that was my supper. What'd you have for supper today? Did you marry your steak for fucking three days and proof no, was, your dough not. for five days?
1: <laughs> no, we had uh, we had our homemade wings tonight. Oh yeah.
0: Well what, what kind of uh spice did you put on?
1: We on normally use a little bit of shake and bake for the <laughs> oven. Yeah, crisps it up a little bit. Little bit of uh, see, here's a key, uh, cream, it. it's a baking soda, baking soda in your yeah. baking soda inside the uh, inside whatever it is. uh, mixture you use.
0: That's weird, little...
1: yep. Yeah. It's it uh, baffled my mind at first, but it crisps it really, yeah.
0: I knew uh, I worked with a lady in the kitchen before and she used to put bacon powder in her eggs when she make really scrambled eggs and it'll puff them up a little bit of.
1: And then uh, if you like them hot, i add, add whatever cayenne to taste. Usually about a know, half a for uh for a package of wings. Mm. It, it depends how hot you, you, you like your salt, your spices though.
0: True. It's good to yeah. know.
1: And then Sue made this um, sauce tonight. It's pretty good. I don't know what you did. I, I wasn't really watching or paying attention, but it's a really good, probably a recipe she found. Like she has in her little cookbook. So it's really good. Right on. Yeah.
0: Now you're making me just hungry now, you asshole. This <laughs> <laughs> really, you're hangry. Hmm. Uh, Res hockey is okay. recorded on Treaty 3 territory, home of the Anishinaabe people. So yeah. we are always thankful and grateful that we are able to do our podcast on treaty three territory score so uh and our guest for episode 64 he's a former uh, player in the whl and he played in a number of minor league minor pro leagues uh we had a fun time with this uh guest Uh, we had a lot of laughs and it was cool us um, uh, he's, I say he's an old school player, right? Would you say sales Yeah. Uh, old school player. Uh, he played in the minors when, when fighting was pretty much a big part of the game. Um, episode 64 guest is Mr. Jeremy Thompson of Calgary, Alberta. Uh, I had a lot of fun. He, uh, he had a lot of good stories and he's, mm-hmm. uh, he's a good guy. So that was uh, a
1: fun interview cause of the week. Go ahead, Bush. All right, Cuz of the Week this week, he reached out to us and we are very happy to to, uh, introduce Seth Granjabi from Treaty 8 uh, Fort McKay, First Nation. Hello. Hello, Seth. (laughs) Hello, Seth. Uh, Yeah, thanks Seth for uh, reaching out and if
0: you want to be Cuz of the Week or you know anyone who wants to be Cuz of the Week, shoot us a message and we'll be more than happy to to work things out with you yeah so that's cool uh shout outs do you have any shout outs for this week
1: shout outs i am drawing a blank tonight or this week i'm maybe put on your glasses
0: might look might look smart be smart <laughs> look smart be smart <laughs> jeez i got a shout out uh, shout out to craig and hallie alloc uh they recently um they're recently entrepreneurs uh they have a clothing line called plug nation and it's a really cool name i like that name
1: that is Uh, a good name
0: since uh, a lot of us are plugs yeah yeah (laughs) are you agreeing with me that i'm a plug or just
1: that there's a lot of plug (laughs) i'm never i'm never gonna argue with you trevor so uh it's cool (laughs) that they
0: they're starting a clothing line Uh, i love the name and uh, they have a Facebook page, Plug Nation. So check them out on Facebook. Um, they're going to start, I think they're selling merchandise right now. So uh, this is when we have to support these small businesses, right? And, yeah. Uh, help uh, our people out and support them. So they have sweaters and hoodies. Oh, same thing, I
1: guess. And T-shirts. So they got, uh, looks like they got a tumbler. What's a Tumblr? You know, those uh, coffee mugs. Oh, Yeah. So, yeah, check them out. Plug looks like it. I don't Nation. know. Yeah, it's got a picture of a hockey helmet on it. They're
0: from Al- uh, Northern Alberta. So, yeah. good people up there. Yes. We got, a, we got a actually a big fan base from Northern Alberta. So, That's we good. Got support our Northern Albertans.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a Tumblr. It looks yeah, Plug Nation Hockey. There it is. So, I uh, ordered one of those.
0: Yeah, just now the time in the order, like right before Christmas. So, yeah. Big shout outs to Plug Nation. So yeah. Uh and I got one from he commented on our Apple podcast page. Oh. Cousin Eddie. You gave us a five star and gave us a good compliment for nice. uh, on our res hockey podcast on Apple. So thank you, Cousin Eddie. Yeah. So remember, leave Come us a right. nice like a five star on our yeah. On our, uh, like, Apple and Spotify and Google. What else? Google. We're on iHeartRadio, Podbean, and Amazon Music. So don't be cheap. Give us a five star rating. Don't be cheap. Watch now. People are going to start giving us like one star. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: Just out of spite.
0: Yeah, I you know. Dan Bush, <laughs> asshole. Give them a one star. <laughs> uh, Yesterday last night Sunday was yes. my first game back in old timers this year. Um Bush played at I played at 7 Bush played at 9 and uh I am so Gosh. out of shape. <laughs> my timing is off on my passes. Like I couldn't even make a 10 foot pass. I was like way way ahead of unless the skater was too slow and <laughs> Couldn't keep up with my hard passes, but I was passing in the talks, and oh, it was it's frustrating because uh, my first skate was Thursday, and it's just a bunch of group of guys skating, and it's not too yeah. serious, and it's not the pace is okay. And it was and, a good pace Thursday, you know, nice and easy, you know, it was nothing too crazy. And Bush was flying around out there, I was like, he was skating good, I was like, holy shit am I that. Shitty now.
2: <laughs> Bush jersey, was out there.
1: The jersey was flowing. You know how uh, Mike the jersey. Yeah, he looked
0: like Mike McDonald. His jersey was just flopping, and I was sitting on a bench. I was, I don't know. I was getting, I was aggravated or I was getting frustrated, and I started to feel bummed out. I was like, "Shit, man, Bush is flying out there. What <laughs> the fuck?" I felt so slow, and I was like. Then, when I got home again, there was leftover pizza because it was Nick's birthday. So he wanted pizza. <laughs> and I was, like, I was sitting, I was feeling bad for eating because I was so, I felt so out of shape. I was like, shit. Then <laughs> I th- thought of that uh, fat bastard on my uh, awesome powers. Yeah, I eat because I'm sad, and I'm sad because I, I eat.
1: Yeah, it's a vicious cycle.
0: You <laughs> know, so i sit in there, just should I eat this second piece of pizza? I was thinking after <laughs> after hockey, but but I guess just like it's like riding a bike. Give me a couple yeah. of skates, and I'll be
1: uh, faster
0: than Bush. A
1: <laughs> couple tip tops, you you'll you'll be in shape for North American in April.
0: Oh man, so it's hard, man. So. Kudos to all the hockey players out there who've taken a long time off of not skating and trying to skate again. Cause it's, Mm -hmm. especially when you're getting older too, it's, it's harder. It gets harder each year around the sun. Right. Yep. And here in Kenora it's shitty because our ice is out in April and we don't skate till August. So I, from, from, from April so pretty much now I only skated maybe five times. So that's my excuse for not being mm-hmm. faster than Bush. Yep. But uh I tried doing the, the Judd Blackwater breathing technique and that did not help at all. I must have looked dumb just trying to <laughs> breathe through through my fat cheeks, my fat face.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Holy, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs>
1: Holy.
0: So I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna text Judd. and we're say, gonna ask him that. You're gonna ask him, like, what's up? How do you do your breathing technique?
1: I bet you that's like some kind of yoga or deep breathing technique that he's mastered over the years that he just does it right.
0: So right now it's six hours ahead in Germany, so it's 823 probably, he, right now. So he's sleeping. He's sleeping, yeah. It's probably like 2 3 in the morning. Yeah. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna text him and say, like, how text do you, him, yeah. how do you do your breathing te- technique and like how does it work? Plus, he has a well, mouth guard I mean, too. And he was so flying. He was the yeah. f- best player at the Freddy. Holy shit. I wanna I wanna learn how to breathe like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool though. That's uh that's a special art for sure, man. That's someone who's really dedicated into yeah. his profession. Uh another thing I want to bring up is the Troy Latin. Latin Jess. Latin, how do you say his last name? Troy L. Troy, Lash-
1: L- Troy Lajonis. Nope.
0: Lajonis. Latin. He's from uh, Ontario here, and he plays at the University of Prince Edward Island, plays hockey for the Panthers. And we're going to be talking about the Freddie right now. And the fact is that we got three uh, teams that are saying that he's playing for them.
1: Yeah. Should we name the teams? No, because then they'll fight over him. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's,
0: that's what we want,
1: though. We want to make some drama. Well, well, but then uh, what if all three teams just say no? We don't want him.
0: Oh, dude, someone's going
1: to pick this guy. And then man. there's not going to be a team that. Would not. I think all uh, the way, Northwestern Ontario pronounces this name. Correct me if I'm wrong, Troy. But we pronounce it here as Troy Laginus. It's a it's Lajinus. a soft Jason. Soft Jason Lagunas. He's from uh, but near Sudbury. But it could be wrong. MacDolcas First Nation.
0: Yeah. Okay, we're gonna. I won't name names, but the communities are Eagle Lake, <coughs> Moose Cree, and Al-Sipatog, which is Big Cove. Yeah. They're all saying that Troy's playing for them, man. So this guy has the ball in his court, right? Mm-hmm. As as, if I was Troy, if I was his agent. Uh, message me if you want me to be your agent. I'd totally be your agent. Uh, since he's playing in UPEI, get your flight, your hotel. There's that nice Holiday Inn right beside the the arena, right? Yep. Room there. Pay for my meals and toss in a couple sticks. Is is that too much it's to just, ask for? He's, like
1: because he's, he's
0: young still, man. He's still tip top shape. And every game that he played in. With Moose Cree last year, he was like the best best player.
1: So, would like Um, I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna talk to the chief of my reserve, see if uh, see if she can adopt Connor Bedard. Traditionally, give him a status card, he can play for uh, Northwest Angle.
0: Do it, man.
1: (laughs) So that's best.
0: Well, how many teams are in a Freddy? There's at least 40 teams in the men's, right?
1: So there was what six teams, six teams, six teams per division. we thought. I thought. Yeah. There's yeah, there's
0: like four. Yeah, there's six, 40 there's, teams.
1: There's at least 36. Let's just say there's at least 35 teams. I mean, keep it even number.
0: Okay. 35. What? Yeah. Let's just say seven, even
1: seven divisions, seven division. or seven divisions, five teams of easy math. So that's 40. Seven times five is 35. Easy. What? Top four bounce. Seven times four is oh,
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm doing it. Come on. Okay. Well, say, well you said even number, but 35 is not an even number. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Let's say 35. Okay. Just. Yeah. I'm gu- uh, guaranteed that there's going to be at least 25 of those teams asking Troy to play.
1: Oh, probably. This guy was
0: top, top five player in the Freddy yeah um so yeah it's we we should get tr- let's get Troy on the show and let's ask him who are you gonna play for in a freddy because what december january february march april like you got five months so teams are starting to ask yeah.
1: imports now right well well you won't ask it's, me yet so seven it's, months but
0: is it seven months
1: well because may is the fifth month of the year right and uh there's still pretty much November, December to...
0: Well, yeah, you got months. one week left in November, man. You got we get week and a half.
1: Okay, so six months.
0: So yeah, six months. Holy. Yeah. So you got six months till the Freddy. So you got you gotta start asking your imports pretty soon.
1: Yeah, to play, right? You. I would say you have I think you're right. I think you have uh maybe four months to lock your imports. Yes, like your number one import, you got to lock in four months. And after that, they'll, they'll say, Oh, I'll, uh, you know, we got, uh, so we got, we got uh, Blackwater playing, uh Colton, you want to play with us? Like, it, that's how it'll fall, right? Like, yeah, that's uh like, you know, you got, we got Trevor playing, and Bush is playing. Do you want to play with us as well? You know, it's just, see." Yeah. Yeah that's how it'll fall Well, no i just i just use those two as an example like
0: if you're gonna pay a player 500 bucks to play for you at the freddie would you give them half now and half later
1: yeah just- i would absolutely if, if i was managing a team i'd say hey okay, here's a here's a g funk now for uh written confirmation i would give you another two or whatever another uh thousand when, when you get here
0: man we should be cash man
1: we should be that's Dennis major at hotmail.com uh, Bushman zero zero two at uh Twitter.
0: You know, you're old when you still have, you still use hotmail. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I, I said, I still use hotmail too. So. <laughs> All right. If anyone wants us to represent them for res tourneys yeah. and get you some good deals to play on yeah. good teams, let us know. And we'll, uh, we'll be your uh, Indian agent yes uh with that being said let's uh head over to our interview with mr jeremy thompson let's go okay hey guys Red hockey would like to introduce our guest for episode 63 oh did you hear that yeah that was, that was the ipad <laughs> talk to you uh, <laughs> episode 63 our guest is from calgary alberta but he has family ties in northern alberta and bc whereas hockey would like to introduce you mr jeremy thompson welcome to the show man
3: hey thanks for having me guys
0: um you played in the whl back in the 90s when every team had two to three guys who could fight how was your uh, experience playing in the dub during that time? Oh,
3: you know, it uh, it was it was pretty it was it was a it was a good it was good it was fun. Uh, so I, I got my first taste of the Western Hockey League back in 1991 uh, as a 16 year old uh, played exhibition with the Portland Winter Hawks and uh, had my nose busted in my first game by uh, a guy named Jason Persolovsky who. It wasn't in a fight. It was, uh, I, I went after Rob Niedemeyer and he came flying in and kind of set me straight. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: after the dub. But, uh, but yeah, uh, it, oh, sorry. Uh, it wasn't until a couple years later that uh, I, 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 I was able to make it uh, in the dub. I played a couple years in tier two, uh, but I, uh, in 93, uh, I made the Medicine Hat Tigers. and That year we had, uh, we had a pretty tough team. Uh, there was a lot of guys who used to get medicine hat flu when they come to play in the old arena. Uh, we had uh, we had five guys with over 200 minutes, and uh, I led the team that year with 243. So, and my brother Rocky wasn't one of the five. He only had 190, so he didn't he didn't break the 200 mark as a 16 year old.
0: Yeah, I was just going to ask that Rocky was on the team too. And yeah, 166. So
3: he was what behaving that year. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think, I think I, it was more of the big brother was ready to fight everybody before jumping in there, but he'll tell you that he was always got, he was always trying to protect me, but you know, that was the one thing, uh, playing with rock was we, we, we had each other's back and, you know, it was definitely, there was enough, there was a lot of guys to fight.
2: All <laughs> right, on. Uh,
1: after the dub, uh, you played pro in the U S for a number of teams. What was your favorite team that you played on?
3: Uh, one of the, uh, you know, I had, I had a great time when, uh, with the yeah. Austin ice uh, great, great, great team, uh, great atmosphere. It was one of these, it was, uh, you know, kind of the mid the nineties, their hockey was taking off in the U S
2: mm-hmm. and,
3: uh, Austin was, uh, was a brand new, brand new, brand new team, uh, in a new league that, you know, we were, we were having sellouts and the fans, you know, you get treated like you're in the NHL, even though you're only playing in the minors and, it was, a, it, was a great, it was a great place to be at that time and had 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 a good time. But uh had some great memories uh, in Johnstown. Wasn't always wasn't the best place to play, but uh made some good good friends that are still friends today, some of my teammates. And but yeah, I think Austin was probably the best place I played.
0: Of all the leagues that you played in, what league was the toughest? Because like usually like I grew up in Thunder Bay where we had the Colonial League and the United League, and that like each game you had at least five up to five fights. And so I knew like I know a lot of the minor leagues back in, in those days had tons of fights. So which league was the
3: toughest? Oh, you know, it'd probably be a toss-up between the, the United League and uh and the West Co- or, sorry, the, the Western Pro League, which, which ended up you know joining the Central League. Um we had uh, like there were there were some guys um that I remember, like you know, I had some, I had some memorable fights with guys like Bruce Shubal, who played for the Boston Bruins in the '80s, Jacques Mayotte, who was a Quebec Nordique. That him and I had a, had a couple of goes. Uh Yeah, they were just yeah that those, those two leagues just had, you know the the third the third line and the extra forward were just were tough were guys that were tough and, you know these were guys that you know if they were better players would have been would have been in the show they were just, you know big. Tough guys that just weren't quite the players, but uh, definitely those two leagues are really tough.
2: That's you? Is that me? Yeah, that's you. Um,
0: <laughs> we try to take turns, and we always get mixed up. Okay, look like, at we'll each other. Then. So who's up? <laughs> uh, of all the arenas in the states, there's some good old barns that that uh, that you guys played back in the day what was your favorite barn that you guys played in
3: oh uh well there's you know the the san diego sportsplex is is a classic is a classic old rick from the 70s uh really you know really fun place to go play in san diego you come in and flip-flops right <laughs> oh. if you guys remember the movie almost famous where they rap at the beginning of the movie they go down to, to meet the band and yeah that's where you come in to uh uh uh, to, to go to the rink So it was always Whenever I see that movie It always takes me back To playing you know, San Diego Sportsplex And uh, You know Getting to play A really Really cool story Is I got to play Against Ron Duguay
2: uh, Oh, yeah. With, oh with, yeah with the San
3: Diego Gulls Uh, You know The old The old Duguay He pulls in In his gold Mercedes Convertible Drives right down the rack Parks beside the <laughs> Beside the dressing room Gets out And he's wearing a pink suit With no shirt And Mr. <laughs> starter kit It was uh, It was quite the uh, Quite, it's quite the memory so you know San Diego was a great place to play um uh, you know some of the barns you go into like in Pensacola Florida was that was a cool place uh you know I played in Johnstown so the old war memorial from the movie Slapshot that's always kind of a kind of a memory but uh you know there were there was some definitely some old old barns old Fort Wayne in Fort Wayne the old the they're all war memorials right built in the late 40s early 50s they were just classic rinks that were some of them were shoe boxes uh, in Nashville. Like when I played in Nashville, the old Memorial uh, Coliseum in Nashville, the it was built for basketball basically, and the rig just fit in. You know, there was there was no seats on the sides. You were you were kind of boxed in. Uh, in Knoxville, the uh, one end of the stands hung over the uh, the one of the one of the goals. So if the puck went straight up, it would hit the uh, it would hit the stands. It wouldn't even go out of play. So.
1: What um, <clears throat> sorry. What is the funniest thing you did away from the ice?
0: Yeah, because we know, like, when you hang out with the boys away from the <laughs> rink, it can yeah. get uh, pretty hectic and crazy.
3: <laughs> oh, funniest things that we happen away from the rink. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah here here's here's a here's a here's a good one. Uh, when I was playing for the Johnstown Chiefs, uh, we played in Toledo. Big snowstorm oh. hit. Everything is shut down. We, got, we, we, have, we have to play the next day in, uh, I think it was, it was in Huntington. And uh, we, let, we left the hotel. It's awful. There's ice everywhere. We get about five miles down the highway and the, uh, the bus can't go anymore. It's like sliding off the road. We stop. Five of us, a couple guys end up in the NHL, you know, that did this. We said, screw it. We're walking back to the hotel. We walked back in, in the snow weather to get back and the two checks that were on our team got the, uh, the bus driver drunk so we couldn't leave. So we ended up missing that game and got to spend another night in Toledo and the, the only thing open was the hotel bar. So, oh.
2: <laughs>
3: so it, was, uh, it was definitely a night at the Aces.
0: <laughs> um, were you a fan of the long bus rides? Because I'm sure some of those road trips were pretty long.
3: Yeah. uh, You know, it was, it depends on if you win or lose. Right. But uh, you know, it was one of the things I miss, you know, now looking back is that, you know, the, the, the time on the bus uh, had a great, you know, when I was, I have my cup of coffee with the St. John flames. We, we had a a bus ride where uh, we we were in Portland, Maine and back to St. John, the bus driver took a a wrong turn at Bangor, Maine and ended up at the border to Quebec and (laughs) and then we had to turn around and go back to St. John. But, there were six of us in the back of the bus that played cards the whole 10 hours. So it was the, you know, we didn't even realize till there, hey, that's Quebec guys. Like we're, we're supposed to go to New Brunswick, but uh, yeah, it, you know, the bus rides were, were fun. Uh, we had, uh, depending on where I played, we had some, some really nice buses where, you know, you had the sleepers and the compartments and, you know, it was, it was, you know, pretty, pretty easy to, to go on the bus you just jump in, you sleep you know, obviously when you're a rookie, you got, you know, you, you, gotta, you gotta double up. Uh, yeah, the bus, the bus rides were pretty good. Um, you know, the old, there was some, there were some pretty scary ones on the old Western league bus roads going on the Coquihalla highway and, and stuff, you know, watching the bus kind of thinking, geez, are we going to go over that cliff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I, uh, in Leftbridge, we had, uh, we had an old, old bus. That was a team bus that wasn't, didn't, didn't have all the, uh, uh all the comforts that some of the other teams had, but, uh, we, we definitely had some interesting bus rides. We had a bus breakdown between Cowboys and Prince George once, and we had to sit on the side of the highway for a few hours till another bus came, and then we had to <laughs> unload the bus, and it's snowing and cold, and, you know, you get to Prince George and it's minus <sighs> 30, and you, know, you got a half hour to get ready for the game.
1: Um, you mentioned Ron again Dug- uh, to me, he, that's he had that big flow. All right. Now you had a sweet flow during your playing days. Uh, were you a no bucket during warm ups kind of guy or what?
3: Oh yeah, I totally, I totally <laughs> didn't. Uh, I, 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 didn't, you know, I don't think I ever wore a bucket and warm up in, in the minors. So, wow. uh, but yeah, I totally, I would get it all slicked back <laughs> and you know, and, and, you know
2: uh,
3: yeah, totally. Totally trying to to inspire my, my gay look. So, and every once in a while, I would do like Oglethorpe, but I get I just get a big fro.
0: Who had better hair, you or Rocky?
3: Uh, that's a that's a that's a tough one. I, I uh, my my hair's a little bit thicker, so you know it. it uh, you know it, it. I guess it depended on the day, but uh, we we were both pretty lucky to have a nice thick flow. So. <laughs> Get a thing or mush for that. So,
0: <laughs> Did you have a big bucket? Like, I remember he used to wear, like, the big Jofa bucket. Did you wear a big what, big bucket, too, back in
3: your day? Uh You know what? I wore the Jofa VM, like Gretzky. Oh, yeah. Uh, for a couple years in the minors. And then uh, oh, I, I wore an SK 2000 oh. uh, one year but I yeah, no. never, never went with the, the big, the big, great kazoo. I, I, I uh, either wore, uh, I, I wore the were CCM or the, or the Jofa VM where I could. So,
0: uh, growing up, who were, uh, some of your influences, uh, in the game? Uh, definitely
3: Brian Trotche, you know, he was, he was definitely mm-hmm. a guy we looked up to, uh, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, we're Métis and, you know, he was one of the, you know, one of the few Métis players that we knew about and, um,
2: growing, you know, we,
3: you know, everybody, you know, being from Alberta, we loved out McDonald and, you know, (laughs) you know, the Tiger, Tiger Williams were was another guy. Uh, and then as a guy, Wendell Clark was definitely a guy that, you know, my size that, you know, was a great player, could fight, could score that, you know, wanted to be like, uh, Doug Gilmore, another, another, uh, you know, Calgary flame who won a cup with the flames and then went to Toronto that, you know was it was a great player and then you know guys like stan Jonathan you know as we got older we knew you know kind of knew about there was uh definitely uh some of the, you know more of the tough guys um
1: uh, who was your best player that you played against top of the head
3: oh best player I played against yeah. probably Joe McGinla
2: oh yeah Ooh. Ooh.
3: yeah and uh and Iggy and I had uh, we played against, I played against them for two years in the Western division and uh, we, we had some epic uh, battles over the years him and I you know I, I used to get him to fight all the time, so it was a win <laughs> for us because you know Iggy's off the ice for five minutes and you know didn't hurt that I was off with him so <laughs>
0: <laughs> What about the, the toughest fighter who was the toughest guy that you fought?
3: Uh, probably Wade Belak. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wade, Wade, or, or Scott Parker. Uh, oh yeah. I I was an overage and Parker was seventeen, so I actually uh, I actually got the best of him. And in, in, in the only time we only fought once, uh, but yeah, now like you know later on I'd be like, there's no way I want to fight that guy. Now.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but uh, yeah, wait. I had a fight with Wade Belak that I, 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 you know, we went toe to toe for like a minute. And he was throwing rights, I was throwing lefts, and. I don't think I could chew food for a week.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, he definitely, those, those are two of the toughest guys that I fought. Uh, you know, dropped the gloves with Brent Myers and then Rocky jumped in. So it was, uh, you know, it didn't, uh, didn't get a chat fight. And, you know, so there were some guys in the minors that uh, were, were tough too, that, you know, you know, it's hard to say who, who was the of all those guys, but yeah, definitely yeah. we'd Wade Bilacro was a guy that went on to be one of the toughest.
1: Do you still lace them up in tournaments or rec league or
3: once in a while? Uh, I, I I haven't played a whole lot in the last couple of years. Uh, I got dental implants now and, you know, don't want to, don't want to lose my chicklets, but <laughs> again, but um, actually I'm playing, I'm playing in a charity game next week uh, here in, here in Calgary, uh, or actually in Airdrie. Um, it's a, uh, the fundraiser for uh for a, uh, a teacher of my children's high boys' high school that passed away this last year and they're raising money for the children's hospital so i'm i'm lacing lacing it up and uh uh it'll be fun to play against the students uh, <laughs> at the high school and i think uh, we have some flames along that coming out this year again so all
0: right on that's awesome uh what do you think of uh today's game that uh, today's nhl with like the less fighting the you no know, clutching and grabbing and just all speed and all skill pretty much
3: yeah it's it's it, it definitely a different game from from when I played uh, it's uh there you know there's you know I, I I obviously I like I like to see the odd fight here and there and uh, I think you know we got to a point about 10 12 years ago where the fight the fights were you know weren't just let's say you know you get five or six fights in a row and it was like it kind of took away from the game like it just you know they didn't happen spontaneously, right? Um, where Damn. today's game, I think, with the skill, uh, the skill is great, and it's totally a different game. And you know, Damn. the analytics play a big part in it. And obviously, Rocky, Rocky coaching with the Flyers now, Damn. I, I kind of see it, see things a little differently. From you know, <laughs> he he's kind of filled me in on that perspective. But you know, I, the, you know, all all the contact sports now, when it comes to safety, have changed how the games are being played, right? So you know you don't you know for me i'd love to see way more hitting but obviously penalties and you know and today's players just don't hit like we did right like yeah i joke that i was in a car accident every night you know <laughs> i played because you know we just there was you know the it was such a more a far more physical game right but the you know with cracking down on uh you know I used to have to fight through two guys to go hit a defenseman on a, on a four check, right? <laughs> today, you, they don't do that. So guys yeah. are coming in way, you know, with, with way more speed. So obviously the clips are going to be worse. And, you know, today's player seems to be hurt far more. Maybe, maybe they just, I, I think too, part of it is we played hurt. We didn't tell them that this, uh, we just kept playing. Right. And the, the, the reporting of injuries is different today too. Right. So. Yeah.
0: Did you ever think that Rocky would be a coach? Uh, in the pros.
3: Oh yeah. 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 Rock, rock, you know, I knew, you know, even late in his career, uh, rock was already becoming that guy. Right. Like we, you know, we, we, I, I can't see, you know, I've always, I didn't know what he would do if he left the game. Right. Like yeah. he's, you know, he, he's hockey 24 seven and he's, uh, he's done really well there. And actually he's got, uh, he's got two, uh, two daughters that are, uh, really good hockey players. One's at, uh, North, northeastern uh playing college hockey and then the next one's uh two years away so yeah his his you know his whole family's are there they're they're all in on hockey and you know, Ruck's uh, rocks rocks really become a really good coach and he's kind of taking a bit of the old school that we learned and and you know he's really knows his analytics and you know sees the game in a different light now so
0: right on, that's yeah, because like him and Craig Baruby and other guys, like former enforcers are really becoming like really good coaches. And, and I don't think a lot of people expect expect that from the unfor- former enforcers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
3: yeah and really, to be honest, it's uh, – and I tell, tell people all the time, was when you're when you're playing that role where you don't play, you know, all the time, that you you know you're you're sitting on the bench you're you're learning you're you're watching the game you're learning everything and you know in practice like both Rocky and I were like guys that hey maybe we're not killing penalties but we'll go kill penalties and in, in you know in practice right like we're you know they need guys to do stuff we're we're always jumping in so we're watching and learning because you know what like at one time you might you know your one shot might be hey I got to go kill a penalty now and I better go do it right because if I don't I'm never gonna do it again yeah. So, You know, it's, it's having to, you know, as a guy who doesn't play all the time or, you know, a top, you know, top six forward, you're, you're, you know, learning everything so that when your opportunity comes, you don't, you don't screw it up.
2: Now, you
1: live live in Calgary, do you have a favorite team
3: player to watch? So, I became a Leafs fan <laughs> in the early '90s when Dubnyk was there, so the, the Leafs are the Leafs are my team. But uh, uh, I got to be careful because uh, you know, got it my 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 family's Flyer fans now. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely uh, you know, the Leafs are my team. But uh, you know, I'm cheering I'm cheering for my brother to to be successful, and uh, I hate the winners.
0: <laughs> Bush is an Oilers fan.
3: He's a diehard <laughs> Oilers fan.
0: And they, it, was and <laughs> it was tough when
3: Rocky. It was tough when Rocky was with the Oilers. Uh, uh, and there's a funny story. I, I showed up one day. I'm wearing a I'm wearing a Leaf shirt and uh, I go to his house and in and, Edmonton. And he's like, God, take that off, man. I was like, no, no, I'm like, oh, whatever. He gives me a bunch of Euler stuff. He goes, if Kevin Lowe comes by here and sees you in that, I'm going to be a big shit. <laughs> so I got, I got a closet full of oiler stuff, but. <laughs>
0: um, advice. What would you uh, give advice to the young players coming up the ranks?
3: You know what is is uh, two couple things would be definitely, you know, work hard. Uh, you know, Put it, put in the time on the ice, but you got to put the time in off the ice, and definitely, um, you know, do well in school. Like, you know, those three things. Like, work, work hard off the ice, work on the ice, and, and definitely, you know, um, use your brain uh, at school because as 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 fast as you can make it, the it, it can end as quick, and you always have to have that uh, that backup, and you know, definitely, uh, you got to put the work in on and off the ice and today's game it's all about fitness it's all about uh you know a lot of a lot of the the stuff that isn't hockey related so you know be be smart and, and work. in. And-
0: well said that's exactly yeah. like what like what we like to tell the young kids and it's good that we have uh former players like you really uh not really preaching it but just really sharing your your story of what it takes to get to that level uh, before we let you go, we always finish our interviews with it's called five rapid nish questions, kind of a light okay. side and kind of a, a, a funny side of the part of the interview. Uh, question number one baked or fried bannock? Uh, baked. My uh,
3: my mom makes good, my mom always makes baked bannock, but uh, depend, you know. Yeah, I gotta go with bake because my mom
2: would smack me
0: if I say right. <laughs> question number two, ever use a bed sheet for a curtain or a door? Yes. <laughs> uh question number three. This this is more of a like a Manitoba Saskatchewan question, but uh ever see Ernest Mooney asked live in concert?
3: No, never, never got to see, never got to see him live, but no, oh, definitely know his music.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, question number four,
0: Bannock burger or Indian taco?
3: Indian taco. Perfect. That's, that's like uh, a birthday thing at our house. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, my mom comes over and she, she fries up the fryer. We have tacos for the whole family mm-hmm. and it seems like every cousin that like when, when you talk to you, it shows up and they, and they know <laughs> the anything, they can spell it. Yeah. Uh, fifth and last
0: question: Can you jig? Yes. Right on. That's. Uh, yeah. I think that's almost like uh, a seventy-five, no, twenty-five percent yes. When we ask our past guests, okay, yeah, like we, we asked a guy last week on our show, and he didn't know what jigging was.
3: Really? Yeah. yeah.
0: But he's from Nova Scotia though, so I, I don't oh, know. Yeah. So I don't know if those guys on the East Coast <laughs> jig, jig a lot. So <laughs> I guess not. Yeah,
3: you know, when you're when you're from the prairies, everybody knows how to jig. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, well, uh Tomo, thanks for coming on the show. We re- yeah. really appreciate it. And uh it was it was fun getting to know you and uh talk some puck with you.
3: Oh yeah. Thanks. Thanks for, thanks for inviting me guys. I definitely, I definitely enjoyed it. I'll have the next time I see Dean flat, I'll tell him that uh, uh, thanks for hooking us up. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah.
0: sure. All right, man, take care. And now uh, hopefully we'll uh, see you down the road.
3: Sounds good guys. Take care. And, All right, so Enjoy care. the journey. Thanks. thanks. See
1: ya. See ya. Yeah. Bye. I should wear these more often.
0: Uh, and he's talking about his glasses, people. Not don't want to get the wrong ID and think he's uh some kind of like it's so clear like a perv or something <laughs> <laughs> people are gonna think what the hell is he talking about when he f- first come on I was like I should wear these more often
1: oh
2: wow, holy man
0: Bush is wearing his brand new glasses
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh All welcome right. back from our interview with. Tomo, oh, that was awesome. It's yes, fun. it was. It's always it's a it's always a fun time interviewing these th- these players. We always have <clears> lots <throat> yeah. of laughs, and that's what it's about. Just sitting around uh having laughs and having them share their stories with you guys. So we're it's just uh we have a lot of fun doing it, and just I'm really thankful that we get that opportunity. Uh this week's res hockey top five. Top five trends that should come back. Um, yeah, there's a lot of players out there that always say, like, Oh, I wish this could come back. I wish that I could have one of these. And so, we have the top, res hockey top five trends that should come back. Oh, and I'm sure we go, and I'm sure Bush has had all these, all five. Yeah, uh, number five is the good old Easton Synergy stick. Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> They were the first... Well, I think they were the first ones. They had to come out with a one-piece stick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Unfortunately, Easton is not a company no more. Bauer bought them out, but Bauer, if they were smart, they would just bring back those sticks and just put the Easton name on them, right? Yep. That'd mm-hmm. be fun. I would totally get a couple uh, z boat, not Z-boats, but the, you get the orange synergy the, the yellow yeah. synergy. the gray one was probably the first one that came out
2: mm-hmm.
0: so yeah eastern synergy uh number four um the old school hockey gloves but more specifically the cooper technoflex gloves those were my all-time favorite gloves i can't remember no they were no. the ones eric lindros wore like in the 90s okay uh, i can't remember the name brand i wore what did you? What would? What, what, what is the one pair of gloves that you would bring back if you could? Furland, Furland, <laughs> Franklin, or a Winwell? Since you have a Winwell <laughs> stick.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know, Cooper, Cooper. I tell you what I would do is I is I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't, wouldn't have stitching on them with their name brand, cuz that cuz that stitching falls out all the time. Yeah. Or
0: would you get like the DR gloves like the old school? I uh, definitely got to go DR.
1: Remember those? Oh yeah, how can you how can you forget them?
0: It was more like a European yeah. type glove. Eh? A lot of Europeans wore those in the NHL back in the day. So yeah, uh, old school gloves is number yeah. 4. Number 3, um these are banned in the NHL, the Philadelphia Flyers wore these in the pregame warmups warm-ups yeah. two weeks ago,
1: and everyone just
0: went ballistic about these. It's the good old Cooperalls.
1: Cooperalls, yeah. Did, did you ever have Cooperalls growing up? I, ever, I had Cooperalls growing up when they first started. I think I was in grade, grade five. Holy shit. Grade eh?
0: five, grade six, yeah. I remember uh, my dad yeah. had them a long time ago. Yeah. And the reason why they were bad, because when players would fall, they would just keep sliding. So yeah. So it was a hazard.
1: Safety hazard, yeah.
2: yeah but so, now
1: it, it's just funny because some clubs have those shells and those uh not the not the cotton um socks anymore, but they have those uh other type of socks that are just as slippery, yeah. True, yeah. So
0: <laughs> but yeah, it'd be cool. I mean just to have it a pregame game warm-up so like how oh, the yeah. flyers did it, it's still cool, but yeah. If you had a chance actually when you play in the States against Americans and like a uh, beer league tournaments, yeah, a lot of these guys were uh, bizarre pants, but they're not, they're uh, roller hockey pants. Yeah. And they wear them still.
2: And,
1: but they don't, don't wear roller hockey roller pants. pants though. Yeah, they, their don't their, wear, they, don't, or, they
0: don't They wear yeah.
1: sweats. They were. Oh yeah. Just shin pads. So that's it. Yeah. Just probably uh, a jock. I'm hoping.
0: Yeah. Jock. Shin pads and joggers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Remember that one game we played <laughs> at the beginning Friday night. We played the host <laughs> team and Evales Minnesota. Took a real shot. <laughs>
2: um,
0: this guy was skating back. No, he was. I had the puck. I was on D, and I was gonna pass the puck up, and the guy turned, and I shot him right in the ass. <laughs> You know, you did. <laughs> he had no. <laughs> you just nope. hear a,
1: a puck. You just hear the puck hit the flesh and that's, yeah, I know. that slap out.
0: <laughs> and the guy jumped just in pain. I didn't yeah. mean to do it. I was just trying to fire the puck across the ice. and <coughs> That was pretty funny. He got me back, though. He shot the puck and it hit yeah. me right in the foot. And that was pretty <laughs> painful. So, mm-hmm. Karma. but that's funny. Yeah, bring back the Cooper. Yeah. Um, number three. Two for res hockey top five trends that should come back: torching your own
1: blades with the good old blowtorch. Oh yeah! How many? That's a forgotten. That's a forgotten. That's a forgotten skill.
0: That's a forgotten art, right? Yeah,
1: it's a lost art.
0: Or even yet, curving your stick on the on your stove. Yes, that's a lost art too. Like kids will never know these days what it like if we didn't like a blade. Yeah. It was just like when you'd play floor hockey, you would just floor like hockey
1: and you bend it. Bend the you shit just, right out of that yeah. blade, right?
0: <laughs> so that's uh I yeah, I was more of, yeah, I did that once in a while, but you gotta be careful, right? You don't burn your blade to the mm-hmm. point where it's just really flimsy and can't take yeah. a pass or a shot, but that's another uh dying art in the game of hockey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the number one trend that should come back, uh, once a couple of guys I see once in a while do this or have these is the black talks. Black talks, that was Wonder probably what? in the late 90s when the yeah. black talks were like uh, when like Bauer and CCM, every skate yeah. that came out had black talks,
1: and someone said, Nah, man, we don't like that,
0: yeah. Or I know remember but those are cool though. That was cool. I'd get black tucks on my
1: skates if I get new skates. We should. I'm gonna. I'm gonna probably marker them in. You know, like in the movie Friday Night Lights when he colors. In oh
2: the, yeah. The, the white shoes start, to make like just black. Get
1: a
0: sharpie, and the <laughs> yeah. guy that did that.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: What the fuck's his name? Joe Huey. His name was, and he <laughs> he uh, had a marker and he was just he colored his blades in black. Yeah. Now, I know Bauer Vapor when they first started, they used to have gray, gray blades. But mm-hmm. I remember when my dad had see through blades, his tux oh, were see through, really just clear plastic. Yeah, did so, not know that. Yeah, uh-huh. so that's uh, that's number one for the top five trends that should come back is the black tux.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So, yeah, that's a good list. It's a lot of old school memories. So uh FIFA World Cup, I know we're it's not hockey related, but have you watched I watched uh US and Wales today yeah. and holy crap every five minutes or less, they had to blow the whistle because someone was flopping on the field. Really? Yeah, I was kind of getting annoyed like just it's embarrassing man. It's, I don't know, like, what what do you say? Like, soccer, like, every time you get touched, you have to flop around like you got shot. It's, imagine if that was in hockey.
2: Yeah. If
0: every player acted like that. Guaranteed, if hockey players acted like that and you were on the ice, all five players on the other team would be laying on the ice. Yep. Guaranteed. So, But yeah, I don't know. I I was bored and there was nothing really on TV. So I was like, I'll watch soccer. But (laughs) I'm not usually a soccer fan like uh, Toronto FC or Major League Soccer or European soccer. Are you a soccer fan? No, not really. Not me either. Especially when shit like that happens. I just just waste your time. Uh, Somebody sent me a question.
1: Okay. Cool. They said,
0: uh, would you rather have your child play double-A hockey, play in all situations, penalty kill, power play five-on-five five, or play triple-A but play in a limited role, just five-on-five five, no power play, no penalty kill?
1: That's a good question.
0: Um, say double-A's will be cheaper in price and they, they'll just have just as much games, but less tournaments as in AAA because because mm-hmm. well, there's AAA. There's some AAA teams that don't play in leagues that they just go on tournaments. But and their registration and fees like way more compared to AA. What would you yeah. do? <laughs> AA or AAA? I go AA. Yeah, I would go AA too. Yeah. If you get a good coach in AA that played the game and knows the game they will teach you all the things to do on a penalty kill, power play, mm-hmm. uh 5 on 5, sh- like shootout. And you'll get you always want to go to a place where you're going to get ice time. Yeah. And parents don't talk to the coach at the beginning of the year and say what is my kid's role on the team? Cuz they will know at the tryouts, right? They'll see what's how your kid plays and they'll see on the ice what that kid's role will be for the year. Yeah. And there's always room to improve and move up the food chain. But you, if you're going to pay 15, 20,000, 25,000 for some of these programs, I would be asking like, what is my kid? What's my kid's role on this team? And is there room for advancement? Right. Yeah. Like I want I wouldn't want to pay that much money and have my kids sit and just play play (laughs) less than ten minutes five on five. Like I know like regular season, do you want to win or do you want to advance the skill of the players? Because regular seasons doesn't really matter in minor hockey most of the teams get in anyways, right? For playoffs. Yeah. I mean, like the team here that play, uh we have a midget triple A team or U18 triple A team. And yeah, U18. I've, I've gone to, to a lot of the games where they're losing seven, two, eight, one, but the coach is, isn't still playing the, like the fourth line. He's still Playing the first two lines. Yeah, see, the third line's rarely getting played, and the fourth line sitting like, why aren't you in a game that's out of control score wise? Why aren't you just rolling four lines? Yeah, especially in the third period when you know that I know. Yeah, it, 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 it's I don't know, I, I don't understand that part of from the coach's standpoint. Just roll the lines. You yeah, you're not gonna score you'll know, maybe score two gonna, or three, but if it's eight-one going into a third, you might as well play all four lines. Yeah. Right? hmm It's it's frustrating because I go out and I scout these these uh these games and it just annoys me how coaches work like work that kind of style. So yeah. So we're in agreement that uh, play double A hockey and play in all situations. All yeah, right. Instead of playing triple A and yep. What would you parents do out there, guys? We'll post this on Facebook. This question: What would you do f- uh, regarding your child? Right, yeah. right. We'll see. Yeah. See who says what. Uh couple more weeks. It's going to be uh, Christmas party time. Yes, Are will you, be. is your work having a Christmas party? Uh to be
1: honest, I don't know. I'm muted. I'm
0: new not to sure this, about so. mine too. Like um, I'll tell you a story. God three years ago before the pandemic, we had all of the workers where I work, we went curling for the day. And, oh, nice. and that day they were gonna have an ugly sweater contest and the late Ryan White, who was a guest on our show, uh, Ryan sang, uh, what kind of song did he sing? He sang, uh, enter, no, uh, I can't remember what kind of song he sang. Um, you know, anyways, he sang a, a song for us. And he, the night before, Toronto and Edmonton played, and Toronto ended up winning. <laughs> and the bet was the loser would have to wear the winning sweater the next day to that. Our curling bond spiel
2: <laughs> and
0: so ryan went into the ugliest sweater contest and that freaking guy won man <laughs> he, he, he showed up with a leaf uh sweater a knitted sweater and he won and he won like 300 bucks worth of gift cards
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like i'll really? never forget that i just i'm happy he stood up there, just smirking and laughing at me, pointing at me. Just, <laughs> uh, so I guess it uh, it pays to lose, I guess, in a way, right? <laughs> that's one of a story I'll always remember. I I miss that guy every day. It's just all yeah. the all the crazy stuff that he used to do, and but yeah, that's. Uh, do you have a Edmonton Oilers uh, sweater, like a wool one? No, I don't. No, you don't have an old man sweater? No. Uh maybe I'll do that if we have for my Christmas party if we have an ugly sweater uh contest I'll just wear a Oilers jersey and see if I win. <laughs> <laughs> One jersey that I would never ever put on is a Montreal Canadiens jersey. Really, eh? Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't like the half. Well, would you? What 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 Was one what is one team that I like got jersey that you will never put on, regardless?
1: Probably Toronto,
0: but you have Toronto Maple believe socks, though.
1: So. Socks are different,
0: no, it's not. I see it's oh, yeah, true. I got Montreal colors for my hockey equipment, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you did. Yeah, uh, I just cut off what my foot in my mouth. That's that one, um, yeah, okay. Was oh, damn. All right, I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with that being said, let's go now. That's now I'm just talking okay. Uh thanks for joining us on this thanks. episode. Episode sixty-four. We'll be back next yeah. week. So have a good week. Yeah, we will. Remember, uh hey, you, we, hey any who
1: hey, Who? Hey, what about hawk ho- what about hockey schools? Uh
0: okay. make an announcement. Uh our uh our good old buddy.
1: Yeah, we should
0: Tyson Watney is putting on his B and K hockey power skating and skills in Saskatchewan, um, and he's doing power skate, yeah, power skating skills. So if you guys want to learn from the best, he has twenty plus years experience playing senior hockey in Saskatchewan and Mm -hmm. twenty plus years playing this tournaments out west. And this guy's, yeah, he's a smart, smart gentleman, and and if you want to learn, uh, send your kids over there. Uh, He has, yeah, you can message him on Facebook or Instagram BNK Hockey I think it's a, this would be a good opportunity
1: for the absolutely, to learn. absolutely so
0: uh yeah we'll see you guys next week take care of each other yeah. love each other and uh remember
1: wash your hands wash your hands man something's going around in canara the last the last three four weeks and it's not all hockey teams uh, got that no it's not cooties either your whole hockey team's got cooties uh, I don't know same water bottle <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Was that a burp? Or- peace. What?
0: I'm waiting. Oh, I thought you burped. Okay, guys. No. We'll see you next week. <laughs> peace. <laughs> okay,
2: peace.